Was that it? Aslan? Asgard. No. Aslan. Asgard is Thor's home. As, Aslan. Asshole? No, Aslan. Yes, Asface. Okay. Aslan. Aslan. It's just anal sex That's everywhere. What I'm it's yoga Aslan, pants and biking and he's, shorts. And he's yeah. a lion that pumps it into your butt. <laughs> anyway. This is Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Ape Cast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. So I want to talk about dying. Outstanding. What, a, what an uplifting Yeah, topic. It's, a, it's a beautiful day out. Fuck that. Let's talk about death. Let's talk about some death. So I've been thinking about it a lot more than usual. Okay. Is this because of the kid? I, I think it's because okay. of the kid. So he's thinking about that, yeah. I, it's not a fear that is rational that I actually, it's not an actual fear. Like, I'm not afraid of, oh God, I'm going to die. It's just, it's just out there floating around in my brain, like in the back, the background a little bit. Yeah. That, you know, I look at the kid now and every day he becomes more and more of a person. Mm. And I'm not the first parent to say this. It's quite fascinating. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. My kid's not fucking special in any way, but it is, it is cool. He will be. Eventually, you'll think he's special, and then I'll be there to say no. He's well. Eventually, stupid. his teachers are going to think he's special, and he has to go to the yeah. to the classrooms off to the there side, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, you we saw that so coming. So insensitive. Uh, well, Jesus Christ! Two weeks into his, you know, to his gestation, yeah. You know, Katie was hammered off a bottle of whiskey and cigarettes, and God only and burritos, and God only knows what else. She was on the floor. Hey, out of her mind. My mom smoked all through the pregnancy. But did your mom drink Capri Sun and cheese and eat cheese? They didn't have Capri Sun when I was. And that's born. why you're okay. She drank gasoline. Because <laughs> they didn't even have alcohol when I was born. And it wasn't even on the. They hadn't learned. They hadn't <laughs> learned fermentation at that point. All they had was petroleum products. <laughs> and my mom drank gasoline and smoked sticks of wood. Yeah, my mother. So, my mother ate lead lead paint sandwiches with right. asbestos as the bread. No, there was yeah. no lead paint. It was just lead. She just ate lead. <laughs> There she was, would go know, hospital to hospital eating the... Yeah, you for, you eating forget, <laughs> when I was born, there was no society or infrastructure, there was no civilization. <laughs> My mother just abused her body with whatever she could find yeah. while I was in the womb. Right. And I'm, I mean, I'm kind of an asshole, but I don't think I'm... But you're healthy. You're yeah. strong as fucking oak, man. I am, I am yeah. healthy. I am very healthy. But yes. no, like, I just think, like, you know, so this kid is this way now. Yeah. Am I going to... What is he going to be like when he's eight? You know, what is it gonna, when is it gonna be like when he turns on me, right? Because now he loves me, he follows me around, he laughs, but that's all gonna change, right? Because kids, be, they resent their parents, and that's... Sure. But I keep, like, am I gonna see this kid graduate college? Yes. What is his husband or wife gonna be like? It, does he get married? I, what kind of job is he gonna have? And it's, so my, my uh, and so death thought is, process is not that I'm afraid I'm gonna die, it's that I'm not gonna see it. Yeah. And it's because I, it's so far off in the distance and so beyond any kind of control or t there's no telltales at all over what kind of person he's gonna become in the future. So I'm telling you, I, I could solve all of these problems for you. Just kill me now no, and I don't have to worry no, about it? No, just give me the baby and I will sell him on Craigslist and you'll no. never have to know who he is. We'll change his name, I won't tell you the name. That's such a good name though. 
Well, I know, but the thing is, if you'll I hate be to waste that. you'll be looking for Harrison. That's and the other I'm thing. I'm going to name him Chad and send him <laughs> off and sell him to a Chad with two D's, probably you know, asshole. Two D's and two H's. Oh God, Chad. Chad. Yeah, <laughs> Chad. Yeah. But the, the so the other thing is that well, fuck. What if I live forever, but Harry dies? Not what? Yeah, right. That, I don't want to waste that name. That's a good name. It was named after my grandfather. It's got my, my dead best friend's name in there. Like, yeah. that's a good name. I don't have to waste it. I'm telling Isn't you. Isn't that like, forget the fact that the my kid weirdest, is dead. I don't want to waste the name. Thing. Woody Allen has done more movies about uh, sort of the obsession with death. <laughs> and I think you have tapped brand new ground on on sort of the, the, the superficiality of your yeah. beliefs on death. Yeah. That your whole concept of death is, will I see my kid get married or will he last and lose that good kick-ass name? Yeah. Wow. It's putting it on somebody else. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like the, the, the scene in, in Annie Hall where she says, well, the universe is expanding. What business is that of yours? Yes. You know, it's like, well, what if my kid dies and I have to rename somebody else? What the fuck is wrong with you? I think it's the yeah, Well, I mean, it, part of it is the, the idea that Harrison is that unique a name. There are lots of people named Harrison. Oh, yeah, it's not, so it's not the he, Harrison, it's so not the Harry. Harry. So it's if Harry the, dies, the whole collection just name of, the next kid Harrison. I mean, it's not, come on. Harrison I mean, I could do two. another H, I could do Henry. Yeah, no, we do Harrison, call him Harry. Well, we call him Harry anyway. That's what I'm saying. If this one dies, you get another one, and you call him Harry. If he looks similar, and it's, if it's you and Katie having it's probably going to look similar, then you yeah. don't even know the difference. I guess that's true. Yeah. Cause it's like a do-over. Yeah. Because, I mean, as long as he's a boy. Well, even if, if he's, he's a not girl, a boy. We live in, you know, we're in fluid times. That's true. That is true. And that'd be a good A-B test That's right what I'm there. saying, right yeah. there. Yeah. Just right out of the womb, raise the boy as a girl. As a girl. Named Harry. Yeah, named Harry. And Shel Silverstein and uh, Johnny Cash will be smiling on me and from they, hell. They will, they will love it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know. But yeah, so I... We've, we've talked about this before, but you know, not the do you fear death. It's the legacy of what we leave behind. That It's not the dying part that gets us. It's what our legacy is, right? Yeah, we have we've, talked about We've legacy. talked about that. Yeah. So here's my question then on the topic. What does heaven look like, Don? I don't think there is heaven. At all? No. I, th I, I truly believe there's, there is, a, this is the thing, my belief, and this is from having been a born-again Christian at one point, um, and preached the word, uh, is that I think God is a construct that we have created, which yeah. is why, remarkably, he is so similar to human beings. Interesting. In, it's funny. Regardless of the fact that human beings are just another fucking animal on the planet. Yeah, why isn't God a lion? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He is in uh, C.S. Lewis. Well, right. You know. But uh, anyway, that's Jesus at least. Yeah. Um, but um, was that Aslan? Asgard. No. Aslan. Asgard yeah, as, is, Asgard Asgard is, is the, Thor's. That's, yeah. that's Thor's home. As, Aslan. Asshole? No, ass ass face. Yes, ass face. Okay. Assland. Assland. It's just anal sex That's everywhere. Yoga pants and biking and he's, shorts. And he's yeah. a lion that pumps it into your butt. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus. Where'd that go? That was a long pitch for a slow hit. No, but uh, I think I think I this is I think heaven is 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 exactly like the concept of God, which is something we have constructed to make us feel like we have a like there's some sort of It makes us feel sense. better. Yes. Well, it makes us feel like there's some sort of sense in the world, mm -hmm. like that. There's not so much just random shit. Yeah. It makes us try to understand. I mean, you know, you think about 
the earliest pre-Christianity, the earliest cavemen, I hate using cavemen because that's just so non-scientific. Well, go with the Jews. Because they no, I'm going to go with the people Christian. before that. It's like they believed that there was some power that made it rain and yeah. that if they did certain things, the sun would shine. It's like oh, right. they the were trying to figure gods out of why, all the things, and, why yeah. things worked yeah. and why people were the way they were and why the world operated, you know, nature yeah. and all this kind of stuff. They, they, and so somewhere along the line, they said, oh, you know, it's interesting because that snake and that lion and that fucking bear and even that honey badger can fucking kill us. <laughs> so if we create a mythology that says we've been put in charge, mm -hmm. we are the, you know, we're in charge of the animals, then we can fucking kill them and feel like we're doing the thing that God mm -hmm. gave us. So in terms of Kevin... Because it's in the book. Yeah. That we wrote. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> so, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so my... I, I, what I, as far as I'll go is, I don't know if there's a heaven or a God, and if it was important, I would. Mm -hmm. So my blind faith in the existence doesn't really make any difference. I think there is probably something after this. And like I, an after party. Like a croak. So I don't think it's an after party. I, I, I'm much more, I'm not a reincarnation. It's in a German dungeon. I, I just hard house music. Is, what I know is, and this is science, yeah. Is that energy? Lots of glow sticks. Energy doesn't ever disappear. Energy, right. is, and that's the legacy of yeah, the death. Energy right, is yeah. perpetual. Right. And I know from what I've read about the human body is that we are basically run by electromagnetic energy. Right. That's what fuels. That's what keeps the heart pumping and the brain thinking and the eyes seeing all that shit. It's all electromagnetic energy. That's why so Magneto is such a cool character. No shit. Yeah. And so my belief is. Uh, my belief on some level, and it's not like a strong belief, is that uh, that this energy doesn't go away, it just goes someplace else. Mm -hmm. So does that mean a heaven? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't, I honestly believe that when you die, all of the stuff that's occupying my brain right now won't exist anymore. Right. Whatever that energy, I don't think there's like an imprint. I don't think like, oh, well look at these lessons I learned, because I think if I'm energy, the lessons I learned here won't matter. Right. They're not applicable right. anymore. Yeah. You know, because as an energy wave, I won't give a shit that I work out. And I won't care that I ate too much cheese or smoked pipe. But I as really a kid, care. but as a kid, when you thought about this stuff, when you were a born again Christian, or, yeah. what did it look like to you? So I'll, when I was a kid, you know, I was really Jewish. Um, I remember, I don't remember if I was asked in Sunday school class or my dad asked me or what, but I remember, or maybe I just thought it and I never told anybody, I don't know. But that heaven to me was the cloud, like, the fucking cartoon the Christian bird. Yeah, the, the clouds. White beard and the, yeah. And, yeah, white guy. And that God, Monday through Friday, or Monday through Saturday, yeah. God was an old white an old white guy with the A long beard, white beard yeah, yeah, and sure. the staff and the long white robes yeah. and balding. And he looks like the God, like exactly like the God and family guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except on Sundays. On Sundays, <laughs> God shaves his beard. Uh, like loses like a hundred million years of age, becomes like a thirty-year-old, um, has a curly brown hair, short curly brown afro hair, and sits in a beanbag chair wearing jeans and a white t-shirt and watches football. So basically, you're thinking that God is Moses, Charlton Heston, and then on Sunday he's the Big Lebowski. On Sunday, yes. So Monday through Saturday he yeah. is Moses and uh, and Heston. And then on Sunday, he is a cross between my dad and the dude who painted the 
Oh, the the, the, uh, the, the, the trees. Bob. Bob. Jesus, what the fuck is his name? Well, I'll put it in yeah, the show, show notes. notes. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it is. And I think that that's because when I was a little kid, my dad, we never had a beanbag chair, but that was my dad. Like, my dad would go to work. Like, he'd be very formal. You know, he's a lawyer. He would Maybe that's why I don't see that, because I had so many different uh, versions yeah. of dad, and they all kind of suck. And I only say this because I'm just, I mean, now looking back yeah. on it all these years later, but I remember when... I don't know if it was like the day the challenger happened. I was like, well, there's no fucking heaven. Like it wasn't, but it was that idea of, you know, the space program yeah. in the 1980s, like was a huge, the shuttle program was a huge thing. Um, it's like, well, if heaven is up in the sky, how the fuck are they not bursting through somebody's living room right now? Like it didn't make sense to me. So yeah. at like seven years old, I started to call bullshit. On that stuff. Which, and I always go back to it, at seven years old, you don't know shit. So the fact that at seven years old, you made some sort of a, a cognitive decision about yeah. heaven or hell means dick. Oh, out of the mouths of babes. You know, yeah. babes are fucking stupid. They're, They're stupid. kids. Yeah. They are not formed. They have not lived enough life to learn anything. They don't know anything. Anything you think they're saying is wise, mm -hmm. it's not because they're wise. It's because you're reading into it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's it. That I've got, I wrote a whole play about that. I've yeah. got a, I'm, the novelization. I mean, that's what yeah. that whole point is. Yeah, the, my six-year-old therapist. That, wow, what genius! And then you follow, and you just figure out it's, it's being fucking, there. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's yeah. Peter Sellers and being there. He's sort of a mentally deficient guy who just talks about gardening, but everybody assumes what he's talking about is the thing they want him to talk about. Eh, it's just kind of works, and yeah. yeah. So the thing about it is, I'm not afraid of death. I actually have no fear of death. I don't like death, but the part I don't like about death has nothing to do with my own. Mm -hmm. It's other people that I don't want my parents to die because I will feel pain. Mm -hmm. I will dislike. It's all like it's all about me. Yeah, is is I will miss my mother. I will miss my dad. Yeah. You know, I will miss my the people that die that I love. I will miss them. Mm -hmm. Am I afraid of my death? No, because when I'm dead, you're still with I yourself. Won't, or I won't or care. You won't be. I will yeah. be gone. Yeah. I will be dismissed by the universe as now just a piece of the ethos. And so I won't know yeah. if it's bad that I'm dead. Yeah. I won't care about my fucking legacy. I mean, that's one of the things. I love the idea of legacy, but ultimately, once you die, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. And the only people that, that can't handle that come back as poltergeists. <laughs> and those guys Stubborn are fuckers. Assholes. Those yeah. are fuckers. They just break shit and scream, yeah. make the walls bleed. Fuck with my cupboards assholes. all the time, leaving the lights on. Like, they're not going to pay that electricity Ghosts bill. are the assholes of life that just didn't do enough and feel like they just got a shitty treatment to a bunch of fucking millennials. Uh, do no, I just, I'm sorry. I keep getting on the millennials. Do you believe in ghosts? I do. So that's the energy I believe, you're talking okay. I believe there is something after. I believe that I don't understand it or know it, and if I don't understand it and know it, either science will explain it to me later, or I'm probably, it's not that important to me. I mean, I gotta tell you, on my day to day, I gotta go to work, I gotta pay bills, I got rent, you know, I wanna make love to my wife, I wanna eat food. Pretty much, whether or not there's an afterlife is really not that fucking. Yeah, you're big a little deal. occupied. Yeah. I got other shit to do than sit and obsess about ghosts. But you, they exist to you. I mean, they. You, I think. Have you seen them? Do you have like? No, I've never seen a ghost, but I, I think I've never seen a UFO, and I think there's other life on in the universe other than humanity. But it's not like I'm gonna go, hey, 
this is so important that yeah. you believe that I, because that's the problem with a lot of people that believe in an afterlife, for that matter, that believe in a heaven, for that matter, are Christians or Muslims or whatever, is they believe this, and instead of just going, this is good for me to believe, mm -hmm. and I'm good with this, yeah. I believe this, and I'm good with this, they feel like they've got to force everybody else to fucking believe it, right. or somehow they're not validated. The few people yeah, that I've I mean, met... That like are, that's what evangelical Christianity exactly. is all about. If you're that, not getting all, numbers, that's you're failing. believing in ghosts. That's believing in UFOs. Like, yeah. I believe that there's other lives on other planets. The people that take it to the extreme, they want you to believe it mm -hmm. so much that they're just nuts. Right. It's like, I don't. if you believe it, if it doesn't affect me or hurt me in any way, Talk then fucking believe it. I don't yeah. give a shit. You can believe that the Snickers bar is health food. I don't give a shit what you believe as long as it doesn't I mean, there's somehow, protein in it. Yeah, you know, there's nuts. Yeah. It's a delicious, satisfying snack. Snickers really satisfies. Covered, and there'll be a new this sponsor. Brought to you by that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, ordinarily when we're drinking, it's a beer. Yeah. Today it's a Snickers bar because we're right. kind of hungry. Yeah. All right. I've... So I've seen a ghost. I 100%, uh, I was seven or eight. My uncle Harry had just died. Um, and I got pissed at my parents. It was night and I got pissed at my parents and I ran away, you know, and I, I didn't pack anything. I'm just like, fuck that. I just, you know, like the Jews fleeing Egypt, I just fucking bolted. And I got around the corner of our block and there's this, there was a section where the street lamp was out or not there or something. It just got really dark. Yeah. And as I turned the corner, there was this green orb that was loosely in the shape, a humanoid shape. And it just, it caused me to stop dead in my tracks. And I wasn't overcome with fear. Like, it didn't scare me. It was just this calming, holy fuck kind of thing. And it, it didn't tell me to go home, but it was just like, oh... I should probably take a chill pill and go home. It's not so bad, okay. So I walked back home and I go back in and I just kind of like snuck up to my room and then went to bed. And I thought, I was thinking about it like that was, that was Uncle Harry. Uncle Harry's telling me not to run away, okay. A couple nights later, oh. the way that our house was set up is my room, so you come up the stairs in the hallway. My parents' room was on the right at the end of one, at the end of the hallway on one side, then my room was down the other end and my brothers were on opposite sides. So when I laid down in my bed, if my door was open, I could see down the hallway to my parents. <coughs> and at the time, we all slept with our doors open because we were all young enough and my parents, you know, to hear us crying or whatever because my brothers were babies. Um, and I remember looking down the hallway and in my parents' doorway, the same green humanoid orb thing appeared. And I felt that's Uncle Harry and he was just checking on me, making sure that I was good, everything's fine, and then that was it. And I, I mean, to the, I'm 100% steadfast in saying that that was my Uncle Harry just now, keeping me in line a bit. The thing, the, the, it's not that I disbelieve you. It's that I don't want you to... But if I thought... But you, I don't care. Like, that's, and that's, yeah. that, that really what it boils down to is if I go, yeah, well, you know what, David? I can move things with my mind. I can affect things with my mind. I have that power. You know how I know? So I'm sitting at a stoplight. And it was red. Uh. And I stared at that stoplight and said, turn green, turn green, turn green. And you know what happened? To the turn it green. Fucking turn green Whoa. because of my mind. Whoa. So, yeah. you know, it's like, does it matter if I believe your story? If I, if I think, if I, if I try to explain it away, does it make any difference? Yeah. You know what you believe. Yeah. It doesn't hurt me that you believe it. Yeah. 
didn't hurt you that I might not believe. Right. So this is my issue when it comes to death. I'm glad for anybody that wants to believe there's a heaven. If it, it, I mean, if there was a heaven, if there is a heaven, I hope that it's cool and that I can smoke cigarettes and not have any kind of cancer and that or worse, my wife is there you about it. and my wife is there. Which you know, one? Uh, current wife? Okay. Not current wife. My wife. <laughs> there, there were practice wives. Oh, okay. All right. I had yeah. two practice wives <laughs> and now my wife. So it's like I was just warming up and trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah. So that's the deal, yeah. you know. But uh, but that's the thing is, if there's a heaven, that's and I heaven. die before she does, uh-huh. and I go up to heaven and she's not there, any fucking heaven. Yeah. So I want to have like a Westworld avatar robot of her in or, heaven till she dies, and then she can come up and take its place. Or murder suicide. Yeah, I don't want to go that both way. Go she should live her life and find somebody else, and you know. You don't want that. I might be her practice husband. Ooh, yeah. See? And, and those are the things that if I die, I don't fucking want to know. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I love the movie Always by Steven Spielberg right. with Richard Dreyfuss, but fuck <laughs> you. If I die, I don't want to come back as a ghost and watch Dana humping on some other dude and falling in love. Basically, the, the movie Ghost is a cautionary tale yeah. for when you die. I don't want to die and come back. Like... Well, yeah, because well, he never came back. He just he never left. That's what I'm saying. I don't want that shit. Yeah, because he had to watch his what best friend. He had to find out his best friend. Killed I mean, the him. thing about it is, if I if there's like some sort of a fantasy world of like what afterlife is, is I want to just relive the life that I've done. Just do it again. Yeah. Yeah, but ultimately, um, not make the same mistakes. But that doesn't work. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool if you had a little bit more knowledge. Like, just enough well, see, where you don't, a, like, oh, I remember Stephen, this happened before. There's a Stephen but... King short story about a guy that's sitting at a desk, and uh, this guy walks into a room, and he says, okay, you have a choice. You're dead. Mm-hmm. You've died. And you have a choice. You can l- l- walk through this door and go straight to whatever the afterlife is, mm-hmm. or you can walk through this door and relive your life exactly as you lived it. And it is apparent in the interaction that this has happened countless times. With the the, same person. And the guy always chooses the door to go relive his life because he believes he's going to remember just a little bit of it. Yeah. And change certain things. But it never happens that Mm -hmm. way. But because he's always fresh, he never knows that that's the way. So for him, it's always the first time. Yeah. But the guy at the desk, and you find out in the story, the guy at the desk is stuck at the desk because... He was the owner of a factory, a a textile factory in 1917 and allowed for a bunch of women to be burned up in a fire. And that's why he's got desk duty in the bureaucracy. Oh my God, that's hilarious. It's a great fucking story. Yeah. Um, I like those ideas of how this shit works, but, uh, and I like the fantasy of coming up with ideas, um, but... Uh, I guess that's the thing is, it's not that I disbelieve or I believe, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I mean, do I believe in the Easter Bunny? No. Would it be cool to have an Easter Bunny? Yeah, kind of. It's a little weird and creepy. It's a lot creepy. Do I believe in Santa Claus? Not really. But would that be kick-ass to have a big fat guy running around giving you presents? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty good as long as he didn't have a white van with no windows. I'm great. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. I mean, you know, Slay has everybody. It's can very see open. Slay. You can see so all all the predatory slay, behavior happening in the Slay. His big yeah. fat grubby finger is like fingering your butthole. Yeah. Everybody can see that happen. So that's not like Aslan bad. just pumping it into your butt. Exactly. So I'm just saying, you know, the, the, I like that image. Santa's going butt pumping, kids. Yeah, <laughs> like Aslan. Aslan. <laughs> all right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first one is a do. It's do Gildapalooza. Yes. On uh, Thursday, July 19th, it's at Reggie's. Um, we've got uh, Local Motive, uh, which is yeah, yeah. Uh, Dana and Dana Mike Manopel, both writers for The Ape. Um, She's Crafty, an all-girl uh, Beastie Boys cover band. Oh, I kind of want to see that. And they're awesome. I was wa- They were playing like down on the river walk, and I was walking over the, the bridge, and I heard them. They're awesome. Yeah. And they're, they just... Like, I know this sounds like an asshole thing to say, but they look like... Um, like edgy Lincoln Park Trixies. So it's just, it's like the whole thing is totally unnerving, but really, really awesome. All right. So, yeah. And so it's for a good cause. It's, for, it's supporting Gildas Club Chicago. So uh, come on out and do that. That's on Thursday. All week. right. My number one is, you know, I've realized that most people, when I, when I read on Facebook, oh, fucking Facebook, is that most people don't even have a basic working understanding of our constitution no they haven't bothered to read a goddamn thing so in lieu of like taking up any of your time and actually reading about how the constitution is made i want you to go rent or stream 1776 the musical because if you can't be bothered to read a bother to read about the constitution at least watch the fucking musical about the guys that did it it's not deep but it might give you a little bit more appreciation of the document that we basically run, you know, our country by. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. All right, so my second one is a watch, and we don't need to get into it because you've talked about it, but it's just it's a reminder. Watch Luke Cage Season 2 on mm-hmm. Netflix. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. That's it. Uh, my second is a read. Um, uh, it is an article in The Atlantic by Alexis C. Madrigal. It is entitled, Disposable America, A History of Modern Capitalism from the Perspective of the Straw. Interesting. It is really... Is it the straw that broke the camel's back? Is that... No, like <laughs> like a drinking straw. And like the oh, history right. of drinking straws. And it shows you how modern capitalism takes things and destroys the world with them. All through this ah. lens of utilizing a simple drinking straw. It is a really great read. That is... Yeah, it's a, it's like wow. a 20, 25 minute read, but it is okay. absolutely worth reading it. Yeah. So it's called Disposable America. It's by Alexis C. Madrigal in The Atlantic. Okay. Uh, and then my third thing is a do. It's do do the troll hunt at the Martin Arboretum. Or the Morton Arboretum, sorry. Um, I had to write... So one of the gigs I have is writing uh, for the Danish Home Chicago. It's an old folks home. I write a blog under this character and I have to go do these things. And the, the artist uh, that did the troll hunt, um, his name is Thomas Dambo. He's a Danish artist. And so I went out to the Arboretum, I grabbed Harry, we went out there, and it's, I mean, it's like totally family dork stuff, but it's fun, and these things are really cool looking. And the Morton Arboretum, I'd never been. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I didn't realize there were trolls, but then again, I They're huge. Them. I mean, they're, yeah. they're there like through oh, 2019. Oh, so it's like it's a temporary. special thing. Yes. Okay, yes. got it. All right. But they're right. huge. Like, as you're driving up to it along 88, trolls. there's a huge one, like, standing on the hill. And these it's, are like the garden gnomes, or...? They're they're guardians of the trees. This they're huge. They're like 15, 30 feet high. Well, they look like a ball and, rock or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They From, just all right, all right, just, all right. Like, all right. These gigantic wooden trolls that with sounds... spears, and it's 
It's really, really, it's fun. All yeah. right, give it a go. And my number three is a podcast online video creator Dylan Marin. He what he does he, is he's had a lot of comments that are hateful and shitty, <laughs> and people have said terrible, terrible things to him and about him without knowing him. So he calls some of the people who wrote him hateful messages to ask one simple question, why? Mm -hmm. And it's called Conversations with People Who Hate Me. And I got to tell you, in, in, in an age where we can't have conversations with people we disagree with, mm -hmm. this is a really, I mean, it's funny. First of all, it's very funny. Um, but it's really interesting. This guy... I mean, he's 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 not calling to shit on them. He just wants to know yeah. why they shit on him. Sure. And it is some real. I'm, I don't want to give anything away, but I absolutely think <laughs> you've got Fun. conversations with people who hate me. Podcast. That's amazing. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. That is it. Thanks for listening. This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com/podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 